unpaid intern and figment of AJ's imagination, Kaizen Douglas here. Up first, guest 16-year-old fantasy football savant Hutchinson Brown explains modern high school to old people. Sports starts at 8 minutes, 15 seconds. Enjoy. I have a curiosity, and I'm sure Ryan and Cole are dying to know. What's high school like now? Me? Ooh, yeah, that's like for me, point. what's high school like now? Great like, question. Like, just in like, general, what? what is high school like? Is high school like well, like what? What do you mean? Like, like is there a certain aspect you're if like I if you, a, if, you, if your pager goes if your off, your pager class, goes off. Yeah. Like, you, mean do by, you... you mean if I get a text message? What's a text? <laughs> <laughs> like, hold on. No, okay. like your Motorola Razor, circa two thousand one, <laughs> goes off in class. I don't know what that is. Those no, again. Sorry. Actually, razors, yeah, by the way, are coming back. Okay, I'll say this: teachers don't like. Like, honestly, like, there's obviously, like, rules and, like, things about, like, for my high school, at least, for there's, like, rules and things against phones. Like, you're not supposed to be in your phones, but teachers don't enforce it, like, at all. Like, I like, I will look around my school and I will, like, around my classes, at least half the kids are just on their phone, straight heads down, not paying attention. It's because your teachers are, right. like, they're wildly underpaid. Care. They're probably, yes. like, they're, they're just in their mid-20s out of college, wildly underpaid humans. Yes. <laughs> Yeah. yeah, like they like yeah, a lot of kids like the they kids care just, like, less than you do. Yes, they don't like the the kids like and I'm like and I I wouldn't say like I'm on my phone all the time, but like I am like I mean I'm working on fantasy football stuff sometimes when I'm doing stuff and like you I usually get my schoolwork done first then work on fantasy football stuff, but and I'm like sometimes just working on other stuff when I he has feel to like say that because his teachers are all no I believe that I I, told, I, no, I, I get great grades in school I get great grades in school I'm, I believe I'm, that I'm pretty pretty much every, everyone else everyone else is in there texting their their paging their booze on their Motorola razor and Hutchinson is 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 working his tail off I'll translate on Twitter Instagram Snapchat. that means like snapping people I don't actually don't have Snapchat, Snapchat at all yeah I don't have it Hutch, if if you can <laughs> translate the for Snapchat. the two Me Either, either. I, I like that about you. Much if you can you translate for that. for generations um, Z and whatever the next one is, just yes. our lingo, that would be yeah. that would be great. Okay, cool. But yeah, what you were saying basically means just Snapchat and people like sending half face pictures yourselves uh, to other people. Yeah, it's, no, H Hutchinson uh, when he's on his phone is grinding in class. No doubt. I, I usually like I'm literally like literally like though I like I write articles for my one of the websites I work for on my Chromebook. Like no, on the Chromebook school account, I'm writing articles and I email it to my phone so that I can make a doc on my Google account because I can't log into any other Google account on my school Chromebook. I'm not allowed to. Like ah, it, it limits me from that. that so I email, like I copy and paste the article, email it to myself, then copy and paste that into a new doc on my phone so I can send it to the editors. Like He's that's working how twice as hard as his coworkers. <laughs> what yes. is what is the what is the punishment nowadays when you pop too much big league chew, a bubble gum in your mouth? Oh, and gum? What, and no you and you blow that. the big bubbles. I've never seen anyone get punished or talked about for gum. Like never. Like people, they are a change. And people will bring huh. like people will bring like a full meal in the front of the desk like on their desk and no one cares. No limits. Like, no boundaries. Right? Like there's all, there's pretty much no boundaries when it comes to food and drinks in class. Like there's literally what's going on in here. Yeah. <laughs> teachers don't like there's no like uh I mean some teachers like they'll always say just like stay off your phones but they actually just don't do anything about it when kids are on their phones. Like kid like teachers most teachers nowadays at least like in my high school experience are like you can do whatever you want in my class. You're going to get the grade you deserve and that's it. I I'm like that my, a lot. Mhm. Mm yeah, it's like that's... that a lot. Like their teachers are just like done. They're just done. Do your with teachers it. curse at you? Do these do these the swears? The cool teachers do. Oh, 
Yes, they <laughs> do. See, do. that There's hasn't changed. Very the cool few. Very cuss. few. There's very yep. few cool teachers. <laughs> That's that been do my it, experience too. Yeah. There are some teachers that do that do curse occasionally, but um, I don't know. High school now, like it just seems like everybody doesn't care. Like that, that's the main, that's the totally main. believe Nobody that cares. Yeah. Like I just see kids like staring at their phones full. Like we have our school, it's four 90 minute blocks and then a lunch, all four 90 minute blocks. It's just a kid could just be on their phone for the full 90 minutes and then leave and then not say a word. Like, like they wow. just don't care. They'll take zeros and everything. They just don't care. Uh, like, two questions, Hutch. Uh, what do you sure. call, what do you call free periods? What is the current jargon for a free period where you don't have anything? Uh, we call that study hall. Usually you're not supposed yes. to have that. Usually you're supposed to fill that with like extra classes. Uh, but we don't, yeah, we don't, um, I forget what they're called. Electives. Besides like every year you get to pick what elective classes you want. If your list runs out, you get put in a study hall, which is essentially you going to the cafeteria and just being able to do whatever you want. AKA <laughs> Hutchinson Brown's fantasy football period. Yeah. Rankings. <laughs> Yeah, I don't Articles. have a study hall though. I don't get a study hall. I, if, if you did, yeah. it would be it would just be worth if, grinding. Oh, if it, if I had a study hall, it'd be all fantasy football crap. Yeah. There'd be there'd be no schoolwork happening. No yeah. way. It'd be all being on Twitter, interacting, and then trying. To, oh, actually, not really on Twitter because the cafeteria, the school services, like the phone service is so bad that I can't tweet anything. So I would be uh, mostly just writing articles. Or that is cruel and unusual punishment. Yeah, it is. It, that violates the Geneva Convention, Hutch. Yeah, you need to bring service, that up to someone. And also, this Wi-Fi at the school. If you turn on Wi-Fi, they can track down what you do on your phone. Oh, they no. Everything oh, you do. Oh, no. Yeah. Okay. La la last question. Or, okay, uh, la this is more of a thought, Hutch. So sure. those the teachers that aren't cool, that don't make the good cusses, the yes. other ones, okay? Sure. sure. Um, Grease those wheels, pal. If you know, if you get them coming up to you with like a "Hey, Hutch, put a, put away your right, phone," what's that? just hand them hand them a fiver. These teachers are underpaid, my dude. Hand them a fiver. Maybe give them a, <laughs> maybe give them a Lincoln. Yeah. Maybe maybe Class a Jackson. Supplies like, are expensive. They genuinely, are. I've never been told to put my phone away. And I okay, well, like, then don't spend the money. I've had a teacher look directly at me while I'm on my phone. I've never been told to put my phone away. Do you I mean, just I've, wink at them like no? Oh my gosh! So I have a crazy story. Someone, uh, one of my teachers. Uh, like I was on my phone during class and I was like, look, I was doing something on Twitter. I was DMing somebody about a show and the teacher knew about my fantasy football stuff. He actually really liked it. He thought it was awesome. He told his other teacher friend or whatever. And that teacher friend came in and he like, he made a comment or something. He said, you got like the young Adam Schefter here on his phone during the class. Yes. He said, you put his phone away. And I I was sure. like, yo, I was like, I'll take that. I'll be Adam I'll take <laughs> Give me that. Awesome. Yeah. I'll take it. It was supposed to be an insult. And like all the kids were like, ooh. And I was like, no, shut up. That's an, actually a really great compliment. Yeah, you're only three <laughs> phones away from Adam Schefter. Hutch, yeah, exactly. here's, here's another suggestion <laughs> for the teachers that are in the know, the cool ones that not only do the good cusses, but that that know your fantasy football work give yes. it, to do like a signal kind of like some sort of, you know, if you're on your phone and they look at you, give them like put up the number three. Yeah, and they'll, I, they'll, uh, be, they'll be like, I, I'm fantasy footballing for your benefit right now, Mr. Stewart. Throw on the curve, throw on the curve. Yeah, I know yeah. I never did that. I had teachers that found out about my fantasy football stuff and I've had teachers like follow me on like on Twitter and listen to my podcast and stuff. It's like really cool actually to have like and teachers like will come up to me sometimes. and They'll be like, yo, I listen to your latest episode. Like it was awesome. And they'll like talk to me about fantasy football. I had a couple of teachers actually do that. 
it was so, so cool. And sometimes I'd like working on an article after I finished my work and they'd be like, oh, are you like writing something? I'm like, yeah, working on an article for fantasy volley. Like, oh, cool. Nice. Keep going at it. And like, they're so cool with it. Like they know, like, cause they know, like, obviously some kids just like aren't doing anything productive on their phones, but uh, they know like a lot of my teachers who actually know me, what I'm doing. Like when they see me on it, they're like, they're like, okay, like he, he's actually doing something. Your teachers are not going to want to listen to this episode. No, they're not. Don't they're... tell them about this one, Hutch. Yeah, no. <laughs> this is going to be a secret. Let's get started. Ex- ex- except for Mr. Stewart, who is clearly very cool and uh, does, does, does the good cusses. He's more of a metaphor, Hutch. Just your coolest teacher is, 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 is Mr. <laughs> yes. Stewart. <laughs> yes. Okay, Ryan, go. Do the Hit podcast. the music. Hello, good football to all. This is the Shadowy Football Podcast. I'm Ryan, my co-host, AJ and Colt. We're calling this one Combines and Canonized Cars with our guest Hutchinson Brown. Hutch, welcome, sir. How are you welcome. doing this evening? So uh, our, our new thing is instead of clapping because you can't hear it, we all say the word clap. Gentlemen, go ahead. Clap. 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 clap, clap. Our, our audio just like doesn't four. work. Doesn't My hand up. hurts. I can't clap. That's yeah. true. Colt's injured. <laughs> yeah. He's on Hutch, the clapping Hutch, how are you? Real quickly. How are I'm, you? I'm doing great tonight, guys. This has, been a, this has been a fun experience so far. We had some tech problems for the show, and now we're... This Nobody high had school. Hutch, Hutch, I have no idea what you're talking about. This has gone smoothly <laughs> the entire time. Yes, perfectly smoothly. Yes. Go ahead, uh, we're going to schmooze about Derek uh, Carr, NFL News, the scouting combine, whatever else gets us cavelling. Uh, Hutch, cavelling means sweating in an anxious manner, according that's to not our what friends. That means. Um, I don't think that's what that means either. No, no, whatever. it's um, it's Yiddish, Ryan, and you wouldn't know. You can find Hutch on Twitter at HutchinsonB underscore FF. Uh, he's a creator for football guys in Dynasty League football. He's the host of Hutchinson Brown's Fantasy Football Perspective podcast. An, an excellent also, program. Yes, a, a fine program. Uh, also you. the co-host of Into the Minds of Two Idiots. Uh, yeah, another the podcast. podcast. Another no, you guys program. did your research. I thank you. That's appreciate. I appreciate it. Yeah, well, now, now we relate to it because this could literally be the inside the minds of three idiots. So now it's we're very, extremely well. If, relatable. if Hutch is going to self-identify as an idiot, we have now doubled yeah. his idiot intake. So now we're inside the mind of four idiots on this podcast. <laughs> Perfect. Perfect. I love it. I love it. Ryan. I love it breeze through this uh hutch you will do the pronunciation game and we'll present the mac oracle award for episode mvp name for new england quarterback mac jones uh we love him obviously hutch he's a former child model he's a national uh, champion yeah, first round draft pick he has the body of john daly you may need to google that because you're only 16 john daly well, is a, I, I know a handsome <laughs> figure of a man change the spelling to mc capital o-r-c-a-l in honor of aj's former roommate and my adopted adult son evan's inability to spell anything at all hutch this is how we do things we're not here to make friends human decency and puns not tolerated name calling is required do not wait until people are done talking to opine no rules just right broke back snake house gentlemen shall we football yeah it's football hutch you ready yes let's Let's dive in oh thank god yeah uh we have news what the hell is that is that whores divorce (laughs) no news no no would you would you get some class my news of nfl news hors d'oeuvres that's not it's already one of the that. funniest. Yes, it is. I I, 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 I Googled it. That's Ryan. not correct. But no, I Googled it and it told me. Well, you know what? No one can see it. So they're just going to have to take it's your word against mine. OK, keep going. Okay. All right. OK, so Derek Carr uh, reported four year up to one hundred and fifty million dollars. A hundred million of that guaranteed 60 at signing 60 million dollar signing bonus. Our, our dear beloved Geno Smith, three years. A hundred and five million dollars, 52 in his first year, 
Franchise tag on Tony Pollard, that's $10.09 million. Calvin Ridley is going to play football again uh, despite his gambling problem. He doesn't have a gambling problem. I he says he up. doesn't have a gambling problem. We no, shouldn't make doesn't. light of that, but yeah. yeah. Uh, Calvin Ridley, he should play football again. Gambling is widely accepted. Uh, so how do we feel about Derek Carr to the Saints? Uh, four years at a, a staggering number. I think the, the contract for the Saints is going to be one they regret. Four years, $160 million for a veteran quarterback, and Derek Carr is not going to be one that's going to win them games. I think they're honestly just desperately trying to save their jobs, the GM and the coaches. They're just trying to save their jobs at this point, like go eight and nine and like just save their jobs. They don't want to go two and 14, you know, with um, whoever they could have had at quarterback. Right now, too. It yeah, is this, a soft this, division. This is, is kicking the can down the road. Exactly. Yeah, they can absolutely it win really this division. Is. That's exactly what this is. Just the Saints leg, have been playing fake money for years. They've been <laughs> yeah, doing God. this whole, like, this is all Monopoly. Like 55 it's all million over the cap, and they just made this they, they just give the cap the middle finger every they year. They do man. every year. But uh, 16, what do they start at? do that. Don't hurt your wrist. 50 million over the cap is that yeah, what they, they were like 55 that? they were like 55 over the cap yeah. this year yeah cheese and crepes but fantasy <laughs> football i love this for uh chris Olave because chris Olave, as we know when we yes. saw in his rookie season because he is a fantastic field stretcher he's someone i mean he can work all over the field i mean he took uh snaps in the slot last year snaps on the outside like he was all over the place when you look when you look at the yardage from the outside like it's almost a 50 50 split like he's very versatile but he can really stretch the field. He's got speed. He's got quick feet. He can stretch the field. And Derek Carr, quietly over his entire career, has been one of the best deep ball throwers in the entire NFL. I'm a big Derek Carr guy, Hutch. I I I, think Derek Carr's good. I think he's a good quarterback, like an average, above average NFL quarterback. But especially in the deep ball, I think that's going to help him and Alave connect, have that relationship. So I'm, I'm, Alave is somebody that I'm going to be very, very intrigued by for fantasy football for 2023, especially because I think he's going to be so cheap. When you look yeah. at this offense, there's not much to be excited about. Alvin Kamara is obviously with his legal situation. This He'll offense last year was sure. a complete disaster. This team in this division, it's going to be bad. Like people are not yeah. going to be expecting much. And Derek Carr last year probably been a bad taste in a lot of people's mouth with the season he had. I don't think people are going to be super hyped about Chris Lava. I think he's probably going to be picked in like the fifth round, maybe even later in redraft leagues. I think that's going to be a steal. In your estimation, what is his um, ceiling here in fantasy? His ceiling's definitely a bit capped because this offense is not going to be the best, obviously. I mean, this offense is Derek Carr and Chris Olave and nobody else. I know Alvin Kamara's there, but he is, honestly, he's washed. He's done. I don't want any part of him for fantasy next year, to be quite honest. I don't either. He's just, he looked so bad last year, and the numbers show it as well. But And he's going to miss games probably too. I think a lot, yeah, he he might miss some games as well. Yeah, I think a lot of his ceiling is probably capped at around like wide receiver 10 because the lack of touchdown upside is going to be there. When you're picking in there in the middle rounds, you're obviously wanting guys with upside. And a lot of it does present upside, but because of the quarterback with Derek Carr not being like an elite quarterback, obviously Aaron Rodgers might have been a better player for Alave for fantasy football. So uh Alave, I think that his his ceiling is around wide receiver eight, wide receiver ten. I think that's around his ceiling, but he's he's still got a bright he's still got a bright outlook for 2023. How do we like this move for Derek Carr? I, I would have preferred if I were Derek Carr, I would have preferred to go to the Jets. I think yes, I, I, I I don't know. I, I think that uh, for the Saints, this was the only move in order to get a franchise quarterback. That's not Derek Carr. Like Hutch said, you would have to suck this year, get a high draft pick. But yeah. even if they stink, they're not going to stink enough to get Caleb Williams. They're just not. There's too yeah. much talent on that. That's team. true. So Derek Carr, because they cannot get a first round quarterback unless they give up the entire farm, uh, they're not going to be able to 
get a first round quarterback this year. This is the only thing that makes them competitive. Who else coming around would make them potential playoff uh, threats? Who Jimmy else? Garoppolo, Garoppolo may have been an option. Not. No, Jimmy G is not okay. making them a threat. Is Derek Carr? Derek Carr, I think so. It's the more than the division because that division is hopeless. It's yeah, terrible. exactly. Yeah, they like they have a chance. Like they have a real chance to win the division. That's the you thing, though. With like, I think with Jimmy G, with how bad that division is, I think that like Jimmy that G is a viable option. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Jimmy G could make mm. them compete. Geno Smith definitely can make them compete. Aaron Rodgers could have made them compete. Uh, who else? I mean, I mean, if they went for Lamar Jackson, obviously, I'm assuming Jackson and Rodgers are not options. The rest of the things, if they would have banked on Geno Smith, they would have got screwed. Because he's re-signing. So it's basically yeah. what Jimmy G, uh, what Baker Mayfield, I don't know. And then Derek Carr, I think, is clearly the top I, option here. I, I, I think you're right. I think Derek Carr was the best option for the Saints. I just don't like yeah. this if I'm Derek Carr. I think I would prefer preferred to oh, go definitely. to the Jets. Oh, yeah. I think Derek Carr yeah. and the Jets could be Derek Carr and the Jets could be a legit playoff contender. Yeah. Like a legit I, team. I, I think mean, the they Saints... have a top five defense right now. That team is a yeah. top yes. five defense. They got yeah, a good. pretty solid receiving core. Pretty yep. solid. The backfield is elite. They just got to find well. an offensive line. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Geno Smith, three years, 105, 52 million his first year. Our boy, my mighty Mountaineer, has earned his paycheck. I think he did. Yeah, this is this is this is big. He I love how Seattle. I love how Seattle uh, did this contract though. Very front heavy. Front loaded. I yeah. love how they did that in the dock here. 52 million in the first season like yeah. i think that sounds fantastic for seattle to get yep. all that money out of and them. for gino yeah and, and for gino. gino too as well yeah so gino smith next year i mean obviously like we've seen gino smith for a while now he's not like a second year quarterback like he's he's had almost a decade, decade of football and yeah. it hasn't been great like we we one year was great for a while one year <laughs> was great this past year and it's really weird because like like we've seen gino smith and he hasn't been good and now all of a sudden he's good it, it was really weird i feel like I you were wearing his- you were wearing diapers when he was at West Virginia. I was, I was. <laughs> he's I think what he's he a- was at West Virginia was what he was last year. Like that, yes. that's always been in him. It just took him nine years to find it in the NFL. Now that he earned that fifty-two million dollars, and that's great for him, and and great on the Seahawks for giving him what he deserved, and also great for the Seahawks to if it doesn't work out this next year be able to get out from under that contract yeah that's exactly like because gino smith obviously you know he could take a step back next year and probably will (laughs) and probably will yeah and based on you know maybe it's maybe it's a small step back maybe it's a major drop back where it's like matthew stafford when he won the super bowl and then matthew stafford the year after matthew stafford was hurt the year after yeah he that's me but i mean like still like gino smith could take a very significant drop back and then at that point seattle could be looking for a quarterback because if he takes a drop back Seattle's gonna have a first round pick, and they also still do they have Devers first too in twenty twenty four. They did. Oh, in twenty twenty four. I don't know. But uh, if they have Devers, because that's like that's another potentially great pick, because Denver yeah. might suck again. But they yeah, they they might have the that. draft capital to get a quarterback in twenty twenty four. So this is a yeah, this is just a great deal overall. Seattle for Geno for everybody. I think this is a fantastic deal they worked out okay side note i have entertained the idea when i've done mocks because i actually think it's the smart thing to do i think this deal signifies that they won't do this but if they play well with geno smith uh they're not going to be in a position to draft a first round quarterback in the next couple of years and they are right now yeah and they're top five right now you draft your without moving up do you draft your replacement your eventual replacement for geno smith not what will they do, but do you? Could that be a spot for 
young Anthony Richardson for, for that guy. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's what I was thinking. It could be interesting. Yeah, it would be very, very interesting to see Richardson there. If if I'm the GM, I'm making that tough call. John Schneider was showing up at pro days when I think there's, I think there's more you can build off on your defense though. I think there's a lot you can, I feel like there's a lot more you could work around for sure. I don't, yeah. I don't know if they have the luxury to be able to make that pick at this point. Mm, yeah. That's fair. That's yeah, very fair. fair. It is. Cause their defense, they, they showed They have some, they have some rookies that show some flashes. They have some young guys show some flashes, sure. but their defense mm-hmm. still needs some building. Like they still yeah. need a lot of work. No doubt. So no, speedster Tariq Woolen. I mean, good God, six, three, three ran in the four twos and then, yeah. and then showed it. Great. Woolen. Yeah. Yeah. The Legion yeah. of boom reincarnate. They have a ton of holes that that need to be filled yes. that 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 need more immediate um, attention than than their quarterback room right now. Okay, yeah, let's but talk it, about Tony. It'll be interesting. Yeah, Tony Pollard uh, at ten point zero nine million dollars on the franchise tag. I think this is the only move for yeah, Dallas. It was. Oh, one hundred percent. It is. Yeah, especially coming off the broken leg. Do they cut Zeke, Pollard, or does he take a team friendly deal? I, I would absolutely cut Zeke. Oh, but 100%. there's a lot of loyalty there both yeah. ways. There is a lot of, of loyalty, but I, that's the thing, Colt, is that that franchise has shown the propensity to lean on that loyalty. Sure. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. I No, I, I think they're going to, I don't, I think they're going to stick with Zeke and he's going to get. I think they restructure. Zeke. Yeah. But yeah. they are going to restructure him, but I think that I, I would, I would want to get rid of him. And still draft Bijan. <laughs> <laughs> yes, because yeah. that's Jerry yeah. Jones. Uh, that is. That sounds very Jerry Jones. <laughs> yes, it does. I still think somebody might need to keep Tony Pollard fresh. Because I mean, do you, does he take a small step back uh, in terms of health if he gets to run that in that full workload? You might just not see the efficiency. I mean, it's yeah. going to go down. The uh, more carries he gets, he's he's probably not going to be as much of a game breaker as he here's was. The thing though year. is. How far above replacement level was Ezekiel Elliott this mm-hmm. past year? God, not much. Oh, no. He wasn't very far above it at all. Can yeah. you go out and get somebody to fill that role? Yes. Tony Pollard doesn't oh, take that yeah. heavy that heavy of a share. Absolutely. Go out and find somebody at replacement value to take the Zeke role away for practically pennies on the dollar. Yep. And spend that money elsewhere. Zeke hey, was go, great on the goal go, line and short yardage. Grab, small, grab, fucking Melvin, Melvin Gordon. Sure, could just go, go, go get that Gus Edwards maybe. Melvin Gordon. I, I, I like Jamal. Jamal Williams. Grab somebody yeah, in yeah. the sixth round. I, th- I think, I think Jamal Williams is is going to be too steep. I think that guy's ready to get paid. Roshan Johnson. Sure. Devin Singletary. Yeah. Devin Singletary. Devin Singletary. John Johnson in the sixth yeah. round. Ooh. Fine with that. Kenny oh. McIntosh. Kenny McIntosh just ran like a four, a plodding four six. I know. <laughs> <laughs> he had a rough combine. He, he had did. a rough day in Indianapolis. Yeah. Cold in Indiana. What about Damien Harrison in uh, Dallas? I could, I could, I, I think that would be. He's, he's, a, he's a guy that goes on the ground, man. He's not a pass catching running back. He's a guy that can fill that role. Yeah. yeah does he command? A, I, I think, you know, he's got a little bit of hype, uh, except for Ramondre Stevenson kind of taking away some of the shine off of him. But right, Damien Harrison, a bad year this year yeah like for his like pr wise you know bad year whoever whoever sign him whoever signs him is going to get a steal i I think that guy for the most part wildly efficient i agree yeah all right Uh, calvin ridley back with the jags uh don't you mean the football version of pete rose what what calvin ridley is he going to be disbarred from the hall of fame forever evan ingram got franchise tags yeah evan ingram got tagged as well josh jacobs evan ingram good josh jacobs franchise tagged and then we have saquon getting franchise tagged 
And Daniel Jones, four years, 160. Let's just call it the running back tag. Daniel Jones, 160 is obscene. It is. I mean, it's it's an overpay, but it's kind of over the overpay that has to happen. A couple years from now, it'll be kind of like mid-level signing money, you know, I feel like. Yeah. Yeah. But, like, it's so crazy, though, like, when when we saw the Mahomes deal a few years ago, how crazy and unbelievable that was. And now it's a team-friendly deal. And now it seems like the, one of the more team friendly, like super team friendly, his talent, like it's insane, because like, and now you look at Daniel Jones, who's getting made paid almost the same amount when you yeah. get a per year salary. Yeah, like it's it's just wild. It's just wild. Uh, what did you say about Calvin Ridley, Jay? Uh, it's this is. I mean, what is Calvin Ridley now going to be disbarred from the Hall of Fame forever? And and mm, Calvin and, Ridley probably isn't going to get the most hits in the in, in NFL history. All right. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Just reinstate, reinstate all the. Uh, I mean, also, Pete, Pete Rose had a problem. Calvin Ridley was just like. He threw some money on draft. Games. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. He threw some money Calvin, on fucking draft. Calvin Ridley makes the Jaguars legit super fun. Absolutely. Let, let me ask Hutch yeah. here. What's the impact? Is it immediate? Does it take a few I, games? What's the deal? Yeah. Here's the thing Calvin Ridley, somebody, I honestly like. I like I can't like no one can give you the answer on when Calvin because Calvin Ridley's been out of football for like two years and not only like after you know after that massive year we came back into this year and he started off like kind of okay for fantasy but when you look at his efficiency as a wide receiver like he was one of the worst wide receivers in all of football like he was so bad in that start before he got suspended and taken away like it was unbelievably bad. The stats were okay, but like when you look at his efficiency, when you look at like his catch percentage, it was like it was all bad, really, really bad. And I don't know if that was the gambling or if that was something else that was going on. Mental health but, stuff he had going on too, right? Yeah, there was a lot of mental health reports as well. Like it was, it was, it was crazy. But Calvin Ridley, somebody that if he is like for fantasy purposes, if he's someone that's being drafted, like when you look at redraft purposes, like if he's being drafted with significant capital, I'm not gonna want him. Like I would, I'm, I'm probably just gonna be rather, rather to take a shot at another guy who I think has more upside or I think has more potential because even Calvin Ridley, like let's say he hits his ceiling. I mean, you still have Evan Ingram in this offense. You still have Travis Etienne. You still have Christian Kirk. You still have Zay Jones in this offense. And Trevor Lawrence, while he's a really good quarterback, he's not somebody that's going to consistently provide like four fantasy wide receivers all at one time. He can't sustain all of them, yeah. He can't sustain all of them one time. So Calvin Ridley is not put in a situation where he's going to see, like he's set up to see a dominant number one role in an offense. That's like, true. Let's say, like, talk about, like, how Christian Watson is right now in Green Bay when he's stepping into his second year. He's set up for a workhorse, like, not workhorse, that's, like, running backs, but, like, dominant number one role. Yeah. Calvin Ridley's not really set up to be that. So his upside fantasy, I think, is severely capped through that. So if he's drafted with significant capital, I'm not really going to be in. But if he's a dart throw, it's Calvin Ridley. We saw this guy be a wide receiver one in fantasy. Like, yep. yeah. he's good. He, he, we saw him be a great player. So, yeah, I'm, I'm really just, I just don't want to spend significant capital on him. That's really what my take is. I was talking outside of fantasy. Uh, Jaguars are going to be so fun. Jaguars are going to be fun. I love, <laughs> I love Trevor Lawrence in this offense. It's going to so be so fun. Yes, they could be really, really. They could, they could really take a leap next year. AJ, I think it's interesting what Hutch brought up about the inefficiency. It gives me a little bit of concern because there isn't anyone to take really much stress off of Calvin Ridley. What about uh, Christian Kirk though? They paid him so much money. Get off my lawn. <laughs> you get off, get off, get off my lawn, Grand Torino. Get off my lawn. <laughs> yeah, I, I this this is interesting. Uh I, I imagine it's gonna take a few games to get up to speed. Oh, for yeah, sure. A little rusty. And everyone else already has rapport with Trev in Jacksonville. Yes. Yeah. That that 
that too. Yeah. I like Evan Ingram coming back on the tag. I like what that offense did. They should win that division handily next oh, year. Oh, yeah. yeah. The Titans are shopping Henry. They say Tannehill's still their guy, but if they're shopping Henry. Oh, the Titans are in full fire sale. Mode. Titans are rebuild. Yeah. yeah. Full on rebuild. Yeah. That's, that's kind of what I was like. They they say Tannehill's their guy, and then like a day or two later, they're shopping Henry, which I don't blame him. He's 29. Well, I mean, Tannehill has a massive cap hit in the next two seasons. Like, yes, the next two seasons for Tannehill is like, he's. I think he, I believe he's top five in cap hit in both seasons in the next two years. Like he is. I think you're right. Yeah. I think I he's mean, like insane. It's what, what else are they going to do? Dobbs, Malik Willis, you know, <laughs> mm, baby, give me Josh Jobs. Give me all the Josh Jobs. Aerospace engineer. Is it break time? AJ? It's break time. Let's break. Dramatic advertisement reading. Okay. Gentlemen, it's, it's a market check stock up. Let's all dress the part, please. Mm. <laughs> your your, your yeah, video is high. still up. Let's get our Ew. ties on. Ryan, you look fabulous in yours. Um, I, have, I have my glasses and a nice nice shirt. Colt, the glasses are great. I have a sweater, but I don't have anything around me that I can put. Uh, let's everyone just pretend Hutch is in his sweater vest. A la Jim Tressel, early 2000s. Um, that's like more like modern casual. He's got the sideways yes. hat yeah, on right there. Sideways cap. That's what the, I, the, usually, the boys... I never wear my cap. I never wear my caps this way, but you know. Gotta okay. be super fancy for this podcast. That's so. what the fellas in finance do on Wall Street these days. I was gonna uh-huh. say this gener the, the most recent generation, the NYSE is just all sideways hats and 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 sleeveless button ups. Yep. Exactly. <laughs> With the cutoff <laughs> sleeves. So let's we're gonna go down each position group here and talk about who our uh, stock up guys on. If I had my Jim Kramer bye 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 sound, I would be hammering that right now. Unfortunately, the uh voice mod conspired to actually blow up my computer, so we won't have any soundboard yeah. or sounds. Let's talk about quarterbacks. Let's go each person. Actually, let's not do that. It's Anthony Richardson. Uh somebody tell me why. Uh he ran a four four at two hundred and forty pounds. Uh, 244 pounds, actually, I believe he was, he was 240 plus yep. and then threw it all over the yard. Rass score, a perfect 10. The Yord flew it over. Yeah. Through. I mean, by throwing it all over the Yord, yes, he, he, he did sling some, sling some bullets and then some stray bullets that went elsewhere that then, then where they were intended to go. Uh, I'm really excited to watch what happens with Anthony Richardson um, we, we had a group chat, uh, earlier in the week. I can't remember exactly what I said, but it was something along the lines of somebody is going to draft this dude in the top six or seven picks. And it is, it, it's going to be a disaster. Set their franchise back a decade. That's, That's what, what I said. I, yeah. I honestly couldn't agree more. I mean, Anthony Richardson, people are hyping him up all at like crowing crazy or his 40 time his vertical jump. And that's great and all. He's a great athlete. And he'll he's an alien for fantasy. He's awesome. No, he's insane. He's an insane athlete. But when you watch, like, no one wants to talk about it. When you watch him throw, he looked okay at best. Fine. He looked fine. There was one specific play that there was an out route. It was an out route. And he, like, airmailed it. I mean, I don't, like, I don't understand. Like, it wasn't even, like, no pressure was on him. He wasn't even moving. And he, like, he, no one, he, like, was, well, he, he wasn't running to his side. Like, no, he was perfectly standing still. Easy throw, right? And no, it was behind him. It there's was a, way above his head. There's a mechanical issue mm-hmm. there. And it was, yeah. if he's going to be a good quarterback, he has to have a lot of work. He could not go in and start right away. Yeah, and yeah. honestly, like, I'm just like watching that because at the combine, you have no pressure on you. You got nobody around you. Like, thrown you should, against air. You, you throw it against air. That's exactly right. You should be right. easily making these throws. E- easily. And it was very clear that he was not having a fun time out there throwing the football. He was he's, having fun running 
and jumping yeah. and doing all that. And doing great at that. But he's not a great thrower. He needs to work on mechanics. He needs to work on his accuracy. And he needs to fix that uh, next year. He needs to go somewhere where he can sit for a year and learn. Like yeah. he's talking about earlier with Seattle with Geno Smith. That'd be a great spot. There is a deeply ingrained, yeah, I like that as well. Deeply ingrained mechanical issue with him, where his weight doesn't go the right direction, and it, you can yep. see it in dynamic movement sports like pitchers and and golf, and you have to get your weight going in the right direction. And he's a back foot thrower, which tends to sail everything like it's it's not a good thing but he's so habitually into that and he's gotten by on pure freakish athleticism his entire life and he only had 13 starts in college like we were talking aj and i throughout the course of the season like this dude needs to come back like desperately needs to come back to florida and then he declared and i we all knew this was coming at the combine yeah. and like th- this has been foretold for months that he was yeah. going to do this at the combine don't forget that he only had 13 starts at florida and was very under 60% completion yeah yeah very i'm actually I, I listened to matt waldman's latest podcast on the ride back uh, for virginia today too and he's actually pretty in on anthony richardson which i was curious to that's get his very, take that's a very niche thing to do right now it's very in vogue yeah it yeah is. Be but, all but waldman is the way he evaluates film and prospects I, I really respect uh i mean this is from a fantasy perspective too right not just the realistic nfl but yeah he, fantasy he's going to be good no matter what because oh, he's yeah. a freak athlete <laughs> yeah. he can run the football like that's it he's going to be good for fantasy he used the metaphor of him and uh, his guest being like, okay, let's say we're both tasked to learn Vietnamese and you get sent to Vietnam four years prior than I do. And I come and I've only been there for a year. I might speak the language better, but you've got more know-how in the culture in the, all the like idiosyncrasies and stuff like that. Basically just chalking it up to he's not that experienced. Yep. Yeah. And then the NFL yep. these days, you don't get the opportunity to, to earn that experience. It's just especially, not the way especially it works if you're anymore. all the way over in Vietnam. Right, especially if you're in <laughs> yeah. Vietnam. And if you but if you're a top 10 draft pick, you're not going to get that time. You just don't. Yeah. No. Malik Willis leash. may not get that time and he's, he's a, a third, third round, round draft pick. Yeah. Okay, I think we've yeah. beat this dead horse enough. Let's talk about running backs. Workout warriors, stock up. Hutch, you're first. I I there are a couple like, you know, like under the radar names to talk about here, but I really want to shout out Jameer Gibbs. I mean, yes, that I was think, mine too. Jameer Gibbs to me is a guy that I, I tweet I've tweeted about it a lot. I think he like I think Bijan Robinson the, he deserves all the hype he gets. Bijan is absolutely out of this world. He's an alien. He's great. Yep. His hype has thrown Jameer Gibbs to a place where he's getting very disrespected. I think Jameer Gibbs could be the RB one of a lot of classes lately. I think sure. Jameer Gibbs could be the RB one of plenty of classes. He is a really really quick runner, really quick on his feet, make people miss. And he's such a great pass catcher, which for fantasy yep. football is huge. When you look at the top 10 running backs in each of the past five years, just under 70% of those top 10 running backs in the past five years have seen at least 50 targets in their seasons. Good at least point. 50. And the top guys, the top few guys, are usually seeing a lot more than that. Like above 70, 80, 90 targets. Like the top guys in fantasy, when it comes to the running back position, are getting pass catching work. And Jameer Gibbs, he ran a sub 4440. Yeah, he's a burner at yeah. about 200 pounds. He is a yeah. bit undersized for what we want in like a workhorse running back. But there aren't many workhorse running backs in fantasy anymore anyway. Like nope. they're just that just isn't there. 
So if we're not going to get the workhorse running backs that are getting like 20 plus carries on the ground, we want at least guys who can cat, pass catch the ball. And Jameer Gibbs is somebody who I think could be like a 10 to 15 carry and then like five to 10 target type of guy in an offense. And I think that would be spectacular. Give him the Eckler treatment. Yes. I say, this, Eckler this is Eckler. This, this, this is, this is prime Eckler. Kamara. Yeah. You're going to. Yes. I love, I love those. I think I love those comps. I think Jameer Gibbs. That's, that's the workload we want him to that. get. Yeah. Yes. We don't want him to break. break. Yeah. That's great. It's he doesn't like, need less, to be sent up the gut. Less pulling on his body is better for fantasy. Right. Like, yeah, AJ, who's your biggest riser in 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 uh, the running back room? Uh, gentlemen, Peep Chase Brown. Running That's what back I was going to say, baby. From Illinois. I like it. Uh, he was fifth in the 40 out of running backs, ran a 4-4-3. His 10-yard split, gentlemen, was uh, sixth. After just after Jameer Gibbs, Jameer ran a 1.42 in his 10 yard split. Chase was 1.53. I'm sorry, 1.52 and 1.53 40 inch vert for Brown. Yeah, the top vert 40 inches, also the top broad at uh 10 feet 7 inches. Um, this guy first baby also, also he was the top, um. Uh, in the bench, he had 25 reps, which led uh, all running backs. Chase Brown is my workout warrior. Also, I, I mean, Illinois, what they've sent this year uh, into into the draft pool is huge. Very good. If you look, if you look at their top to bottom stuff, Chase Brown, uh, I think he definitely won um, the uh, workout warrior. Stock up, Chase Brown. Stock up. Stocks and bonds. I want Stock all the yeah, way up. For him, I just want to see if he can make it like into his real draft capital mm-hmm. that's that's what it's going to be for him if he, he showed it at illinois like he, he played really really well yes he played the really last well. two years he was a monster at illinois you think and they see, had to have him second second round can we see him sneaking there oh yeah for sure i think i think this, this will boost could. his stock that, that, that's good if he yeah. gets in there if he gets in there i'm gonna be in if he doesn't then it's gonna be tougher for me but yeah chase brown i, I love that pick. i think I, I think he's a day two guy regardless yes, yes. yeah yeah, yeah. i want to see round two I think this is going to boost the stock enough to where um, the second round run on running backs uh, for teams that don't that are needy, that don't get uh, Bijan Robinson or Jameer. Uh, I think Chase is in that sort of next tier. He'll be the next guy yeah. off the board here. He I've always been a big board. Tank Bigsby guy. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. I've always been a big Tank Bigsby guy. His, his combine numbers were relatively average, but what he did on tape at Auburn was all so impressive. He's all Auburn had the last two years, and he he showed out. He was great. I'm going to throw uh, Tajay Spears into the mix here. I think he is Jameer Gibbs-esque, especially with that lateral agility. Um, He didn't run, didn't do two-yard split. He had a 39-inch vertical, 10.5 broad jump. Uh, He's explosive, man. I mean, he's he's 5'9", 204, I believe was his weight. 201, 5'10", 201. I don't know. I think this is somebody who can sneak into day two, uh, second round, maybe early third. Could really make an impact on a team. He's a really good player. He ran rough shot over that conference. Yeah. Yes, yes, he did. He did. Tulane <laughs> was monstrous, and it wasn't all Michael yeah. Pratt down there. It was uh, a lot of Spears. Evan Hall had a good combine, too. Um, yeah. Shout out to your pod, uh, Hutch, on Keaton Mitchell. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I I like Keith Mitchell's comment as well, but Joe Joe Zola was the one that brought him up. That's exactly that really in the relation to Chris Johnson's numbers. Yes. Yeah. He's talking about not Chris saying Johnson. he's Chris Johnson. I, I get yeah. that, but 
Yeah, it was it was interesting to hear. We that. can dream, right? Uh, yeah. Devin A. Chain with his four is four three two. Yeah, Ooh. that we dude runs with so much power for his size. We all knew he was going to be real fast, but four three two is is cooking. Yeah. That, that, is, he, that, is he a second rounder? No, for you? probably not. No, okay. I don't think so. Uh, think Keaton good. Mitchell, that one point four eight ten yard split is <clears throat> huge. Mm-hmm. That is yeah. fabulous. That was uh, three seconds um, better than a chain, and then four seconds better than the third best, which was Bijan Robinson at one point five two. So I yeah, mean, it's and, a good and company. It, it it goes down by one by. Um, 0.01 seconds until you get up to the to the uh, top versus the second, and that's a 0.03 second jump from Mitchell to Chain. So, uh, Mitchell, I, I'm I love the short area short area burst. It, it's that burst that first burst through the hole that ten yard split. I think for running backs, that's more important than the the entire forty. So yeah, I think Mitchell's sure. a great pick, Hutch. Yeah. Well, well, I mean, it wasn't my pick. It was. It was oh, you could take credit for it. It's fine. No, I can't take credit. Yeah, I, I, I don't do. It. I'm not gonna take credit where I don't. <laughs> yes, do it. a good idea. Don't don't let pick. us do not let us. I did. I did love this combine. It was great, but I didn't. I did not make that. East pick Carolina up. likes to churn out really fast dudes. Yeah, yeah they do. <laughs> All right, it's weird. Let's let's talk. Let's talk wide receivers. Wide and Ryan, receivers. Uh, you're gonna go ahead and tell me uh, why it's Bryce Ford Wheaton. Uh, Bryce Ford Wheaton showed out. <laughs> <laughs> at the combine boys uh he so we've got fact, a w we've got a wvu grad here Huck, that's the all, fact that's all. that that yeah. west virginia didn't do dog shit with bryce ford wheaton whatever is left of jt daniels like they had they had and that mcdonald kid that the fullback running back h back whatever the fuck you want to call him that's it, a that's a damn shame that entire coaching staff should be fired bryce ford wheaton's really really good uh, and if you watched any West Virginia at all, even if it was just West Virginia pit, he had a, a pretty crucial drop at the end, uh, that turned, led to a pick six, but he's a, he's a real dude. He's an actual guy out there and he running four, three, eight is, uh, pretty damn impressive. Okay. It's stupid is what it is. It's pretty it's damn impressive. Cause stupid. he's six, four, two twenty one. not just that, but a 41 inch vertical and yeah. 10 feet, nine. Yeah, in the freak. broad. It, I mean, the explosion is incredible. His 10-yard split was bad. 1.54 compared to the rest of the wide receivers. They got down to 1.46, and that was Darius Davis. Um, am I getting that right? The T- the tiny TCU uh, player. Yeah, he's not big. Not big. But my, 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 my point is, I think just based on those few numbers, although I actually don't think he's going to be a great player, I think he made himself a little bit of extra cash. He'll be a, a very solid NFL wide receiver. Uh, maybe not great, but he'll be solid. He'll be good. Uh, what do we uh, think about what Jalen Hyatt did, gentlemen? He's very fast. He's fast. Yeah, that's <laughs> very, correct. very fast. He's, fast, he's fast. very slender for his height, too. He I, runs, I'm not crazy about his, so his prototype. He, he runs one so, or two routes. So slim, man. Yeah, yeah he is. Yeah, when you look at, who's, your, a, who's your guy? Oh, my guy. My guy would be uh, JSN. Jackson yeah. Smith, uh, mm-hmm. I mean, he didn't run a 40 and dirt like before the combine, people were pretty concerned, myself, myself included. He wasn't going to run a 40. And I was like, yo, one of your main concerns right now in your draft profile is athleticism and you're not running a 40. Like there's a lot to be worried about there, but he was unbelievable. 3.93 second short shuttle fastest at the combine among wide receivers and the three cone drill at 6.5 seconds. Also the fastest among wide receivers and that drill, at least that's what I've heard. At least that's what I've seen. I uh, might be not 100. I might not. I might be. I might be wrong there, but that's what I've heard. But anyway, like he just showed 
pure athleticism, and it's what we were looking for. He also looked very smooth catching the football. Uh, I think he looked fantastic, and he definitely got a stock up. I think he's, for me, he's established himself as his clear number one wide receiver in this class. There was a bit of question mark heading in. There's a bit of question mark heading in for me, whether it was either Jordan Addison or him, but for me, I'm full in on JSN. I agree, Hutch. I think he cemented that wide receiver uh, one. He just just edged out over Jason. I, w- I wish he wouldn't have jumped in the vert or the broad because his numbers weren't great. If he would have just done were, that three cone. Yes, um, they were okay. He's he's so clearly the, the best short area wide receiver. Oh, and that that, that that translates to what? Getting the fuck open. That's Separation. What Separation yeah. in, in short areas. And that's what we knew he was good at. And that's just this just um, reaffirmed that. And uh, yeah, Hutch, I think I think he is that good at what we thought he was good at. Yep. Yeah. He'll run a juiced up forty at his pro day, and he'll be still slow. <laughs> he'll he'll be slow, and we won't be surprised, and we won't care. JSN with the fastest four seven we've ever seen. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And, and he's the he's the second or third best wide receiver that Ohio State had last year. <laughs> Unbelievable. <laughs> Unfair. It's crazy, man. Marvin Harrison Jr. is coming next. Marvin Marvin Harrison Jr. Brian Hartline, man. The recruiting and Brian Hartline up there. Uh, There are several receivers in this class that I think could could have really nice careers. Uh, Jaden Hazelwood may have an opportunity to be pretty good uh, if he can stay healthy. Um, He's a former OU guy. I just know a lot. Uh-huh. Five star Speaking game. of OU, Five Marvin Mims. In high school. Marvin Mims is a really good player. That's my guy. Uh, he had opportunities to go to Stanford to play football. Uh, he got accepted into Stanford. He's a super smart dude uh, on top of being a freak athlete. Uh, Marvin Mims could have a chance to be pretty good. He's a little on the small side. Uh, Trey Parker out of Nebraska running a 4-3-3 or whatever the fuck he ran. <laughs> yep, 4-3-3. On the other hand, uh, Ryan, Jaden Hazelwood ran the second worst 40 at a 466, my dude. (laughs) Yeah, he's not not fast. I didn't say he was fast. Sell, sell, sell. I didn't say he was fast, (laughs) but his shuttle time was his three conjure was really good. Yeah, and at that size, that is uh, that is something to be to be proud of. Um, His three con was good. Jaden Hazelwood was was one of the most highly recruited players in his class coming out of high school. Um this this is uh, sort of the Miles Sanders effect. A lot of the um, a lot of the highly recruited guys. Cam Akers uh, had a big year his last year at Florida State. Didn't look like he was going to do anything. Um, Justin Shorter is another one uh, yeah. wide receiver out of Florida who was major hype coming out of high school. Jaden uh, so, was a bit of a knucklehead at Oklahoma and, and then went to Arkansas and had a decent year this past year. Uh, the talent is there when you're a five-star, the, the athleticism and the talent is there at wide receiver. He, he'll be, he'll be fine if he can keep his head on straight. Yeah. All right. I, gentlemen, I say, Zay flowers look really good too. Yes. Ooh, yeah. He had a, a great combine Marvin Mims, um, you know, and I'm, I'm a little, concerned about josh downs i mean dude is a baller he catches everything you throw at him but he he checked in pretty small man five nine one seventy one yeah he's not are, are we are we worried about that he'll mm. he'll be a, a forever slot uh yeah i yeah i'm not i'm not too concerned about about it just i mean pop on the tape you'll see what you need oh to i know he's he's a he's a stud i, I still love jordan addison too Oh yeah, yeah. He, yeah. he he One didn't who, guy. I know we're talking mostly winners, but a guy who really not did not impress was uh, Keishon Butte. Oh uh, gosh, face yeah. plant. Yeah. face plant. <laughs> he might One go in the fifth round. Freaking 
like dive bomb mm-hmm. had at the combine. Oh my goodness! Like whoa, that, was that guy's an enigma, should, man. Maybe should have gone back. To I don't that think he placed. I don't think he placed top ten in any single one of the drills. And he was supposed to be last year's. Uh, the word around LSU was Boutte was going to have a monster year. Oh, yeah, wide receiver one yeah. this year, and, and coming into the draft, very disappointed. Do you think it's the mentals of that guy too? Like he just. I know there was some shit with the coaching staff. Maybe. There was some really weird shit with the coaching staff. Right, right. But also there's been there was never a full disclosure of his injury on the ankle. What if it was low key an Achilles that wasn't reported and his ex- it just zapped his explosiveness? Who knows? No, we can't say it for sure. We can't say it for sure. Uh gentlemen, let's talk about tight ends. I'm yeah. gonna go first here. Yeah. Um, I think there's I think there might be a consensus. I, I could be off here, but I think Zach Koontz is he, the absolute winner of the combine for the tight ends. I think that's definitely a fair name. I want to shout out, though, Darnell Washington, who I've Alien. been a fan. I've been a I mean, I've been a Darnell Washington super fan like for a while. But I mean, it, it, it was just a great, great. Combine. He, I mean, probably made the best catch of the combine. Like that yeah, one yeah. hand backhanded. That was nuts. unbelievable. But. I mean, 10 foot, two inch broad jump, 31 inch vertical, and 47540 at 6'6, 264 pounds. Alien. That's Bro. crazy. Imagine that dude running at you. What? Like, you know, you're you're dead. <laughs> what you're do dead. you do? What do you do? What, what cornerback you, wants to take that? Did you well, see what you did real quick to Michael Mayer, who uh, I want to compare to Michael Mayer. Who ran 0. 0.5, 0. 0.05 seconds faster. So pretty much the same speed, 0. 0.05 seconds. Like that's almost nothing when he comes to a 40 yard dash. And he was two inches shorter and 15 pounds lighter. Well, according to the combine way of like Darnell Washington compared to Michael Mayer, I think Darnell Washington is a superior athlete to Michael Mayer. And I don't think honestly, that's a question. What? Mm-hmm. That, that's never yeah. been in question. No, yeah, it's I not. I don't think so. And I, I think because when I look at tight ends, I mean, when I look at tight ends, I want to find guys who are athletic because when you look at the top of fantasy, when you look at tight ends, you look at the guys who are at the top, it's the guys who are a supreme athletes. Mark Andrews, Travis Kelsey, George Kittle, Darren Waller, uh, Dallas Goddard, even for a little bit there. Like Evan Ingram last year for the Jaguars was really, really great. And he's a supremely athletic tight end. Uh, I think Mike is if he was used in the right way, would be a great fantasy tight end. Mm-hmm. Mark not, Andrews. Yeah, unfortunately. Yeah, Mark. I did. I think I did mention. Did I mention Mark Andrews? I think I did. Yeah, your memory's probably yeah, better yeah. than mine. You're younger. Okay. <laughs> but um. Anyway, I th- I think that Darnell Washington is like. I think he's one of the most uh athletic tight ends in this class. When you look at his size, when you look at his speed, especially on film, it looks insane. So I want to target. I want to target those guys. I want to target those athletic tight ends because those are the ones that usually make difference in fantasy. So honestly, when it comes to like picking a guy in startup drafts right now, I don't know if there's a tight end I want more than Darnell Washington. He's like shooting I, up the I rookie ranks too. He's like, I don't up the know marks. if there's one I want more than him. Michael Mayer is solid, but he's like he's oh, he's all right as an athlete. He is, I feel like he is. He I feel like his Jason upside is so Whitten. capped. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I feel like his upside is so capped. If he's yeah. in a, if he's in a situation where he gets like so much volume, he could be good. Like if Jason he's Kelsey Whitten, two or something. He's not Kelsey two point well, I'm saying if he gets that those kind of targets. It's- yes, yes. Mm-hmm. I think he like I think his absolute ceiling at the absolute best, crazy absolute best. Would be like Zach Ertz, where he was in Philly yeah. getting so many targets, or like okay. Jason Witten. Yeah. Yeah, like uh, Jason Witten, like one of you guys mentioned, I can't remember who just it, mentioned it. He's an old Lion. school tight end. Yes. That yes. That, that doesn't old fit school. into what the mold of a tight end is becoming. Yes, exactly. No, I agree. And the next slide I had stocked down, and there was one name on it. It was Michael Mayer. Being a Notre Dame guy, watching him for, for three years, he, um, 
he got worse every year in in, 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 in yak, not, not as an overall player. He got worse every year at yak, which I was like, is, is he not carrying the weight super well? What's what, what's the deal here? Cause he, he fluctuated a little bit. Um, he played his last year at Notre Dame at like 260. I mean, 260, 260. He was big. He was, he was a big, big, big fella. Uh, but he was running these, these crossing routes sort of at first round range. So depending on what the down and distance or what the distance was, could be seven yards, could be five yards. And then he would turn up and his first year, his freshman year, um, that is one of the reasons they beat Clemson. Uh, Notre Dame beat Clemson um, whenever uh, DJ Uyunglele was quarterback is because they had this sort of cheat code where Michael Mayer would run this cross and then turn it up field and get a third down. The later years, um, when he turned up field, he could get chopped so easily by someone scraping over the top and coming at him um, uh, diagonally. I mean, he, he could not keep his feet. The balance just wasn't there. That yak, that athleticism he showed early on just sort of, it seemed like it deteriorated. The only thing was he got stronger. He got better at blocking. His hands got more and more reliable until he was like a vice grip. So yeah, Ryan is right. I think this is Jason Witten. And if there's a team that can use him appropriately, uh, I think he could be very effective. But no, this is not the mold of the like highly effective tight ends and the he new definitely era. he definitely lost himself money at this combine that that is that is where i'm going with this i think he lost himself some cash i think he was trending towards the bottom of the first and i think that's where we're looking at now you think he's yeah. still a first round pick though right uh i mean it depends on how this it depends on his pro day i think i think there's yeah. three or four tight ends who go in the first round still god uh, i don't know that's that's aggressive washington goes in the first i know round. i know it's I aggressive might, i might lose my crap. I, mean, I would go <laughs> absolutely insane. Darnell Washington's probably like my my guy of this class right now. Okay. Okay. If if he goes in the first freaking round, like I am like I am going to be I'm gonna go insane. <laughs> okay. Since we're on the topic of big athletic boys, there's no bigger and no more athletic than on the offensive line. Um if you do not have one that's totally fine. I have one that I want to talk about briefly and that's Blake Freeland uh offensive tackle out of yeah, B- he did BYU. some. He did some scary things. He did some things, my dudes. Uh, he came up big on. He ran a four nine eight in the forty, which was third. What? Um, I didn't thought. Oh man, I didn't he he jumped a thirty seven inch vert. Oh my goodness. Um, which was tops, and he he uh he also topped the broad jump at ten feet. Uh, the next was three inches less, which was Peter Skaronsky. This guy just came showed out. And then for most of the season, his PFF rank was number one uh, for a, for at least a large chunk of the season. This guy was the most effective by their metrics, most effective offensive tackle in the country. So this is my guy. If you have a guy, go ahead and, and, and I, you know, dump him on the floor right now. Yeah, I would. You know, like I'm not like I'm a fantasy football guy. I'm not like a huge like offensive lineman guy. I don't know him enough that I feel like if I were to like actually try to like go pick one and like throw out numbers, I'd just be pulling them out of my butt. And I don't want to do that. Like, I'm not going to do that to you guys. So <laughs> I just, I do have a shout out though, because I, I love the, I love, I just have a lot of respect for Andrew Voorhees, what he was able to do. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Cheers, uh, cheers. So I was going to give his ACL to too. at the freaking combine over the weekend and decided, you know what? I'm still going to bench press. And he repped out 38, 235 pound reps on one leg. Woo! Most, <laughs> yeah. most. Among all players in the combat. Yeah, that was rad. With one that. leg on the ground. 
Yeah, I got it, one leg on the ground, like absolutely crushed it, and like that was just it. It, it takes like it takes a lot of it takes a lot of guts to do something like that. Uh, so I I, I just want to shout out him like that. Yeah, was big, respect, clear, big respect, big respect, commitment, respect, and took a lot of guts to do that. So right. they, they say they say that Andrew Voorhees man parts grew three sizes that day. <laughs> AJ, I got one for you. Two words, Fire Cody. Away. Cody Mock, Malk, however that you say it. I don't know how to pronounce it, but that's good enough for me. Yes, he 20, is infinite. 29. He is all. He's missing two front teeth and is a big Viking looking bastard. Is he bastard. really missing for two front yeah. teeth? Yeah, yeah, two front teeth. He grew up on a like, farm too. He's he like when he, can, when he got and... to college versus what he looks like now. Pictures are just unbelievable. <laughs> but he he is flexible. <laughs> he can play all five positions. He's a big dude. Like South Dakota State, North Dakota looks... State. Oh, yeah. sorry. Love it. Uh, didn't Wanya Morris hurt himself too? He Ryan, we've hurt. talked about this. If you don't know the answer to a question, you Google. I think he pulled his hamstring. Bring it 40. to the podcast. Christ why? Why are why are offensive linemen running the fucking forty? Because then Blake Blake Freeland can run a four nine eight and fucking kill it at like six foot six. I think six foot Seven. eight. Six foot eight three oh two. Yeah, that's pretty impressive. Long strider. Long strider. Long strider. Let's go to the front seven. Uh, and somebody tell me why it's Nolan Smith. Nolan Smith, right? Uh, yeah, oh my it's god, Nolan. he's it's so Nolan. good. Yeah, it's it, Wowzer. It's Smith. I really like how Nolan Smith came out of nowhere. He was the number one ranked recruit. Yeah, he was the he didn't come out of nowhere for <laughs> anyone. To know. He was just hurt he last was year. Literally right? the number one overall recruit. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Oh my goodness. Now, mind you, mind you, he is a defensive end, outside linebacker, and he is 238 pounds. A pretty sm- very small guy very for the small. position that he's going to inevitably play. So factor that into all this but running a four three nine at any size is fucking phenomenal um does anyone have anything else yeah did you want to talk about lucas van ness i thought we were going to be pretty much anthony richardson on this yeah me too yeah yeah Van Ness is a he's a freak but he was never a starter at iowa and there was a reason for that so there's okay let's talk about the secondary um i'm gonna bat lead off again here gentlemen let me introduce you to another Illinois player safety Sydney Devin Brown. Witherspoon. Huff it, buddy. Sydney Brown ran a 4.47, which is fourth um among safeties. By the way, third among safeties at a 4.46 was another Illinois safety, Jartavius Martin. So they had two safeties run in the top four. Uh that Illinois defense was stupid last year. But Sydney Brown was number four uh in the 40 among safeties. He was number three in the 40. I'm sorry, in the uh, in the vert, which he jumped a 40.5. Uh, and then in the broad, he was second, a 10 foot, 10 inch. By the way, first was the other Illinois safety, Jartavius Martin at 11 feet, one inch. And then in the vert, also first was Jartavius Martin, Illinois safety, who jumped a 44 inch vertical. Jesus. Illinois bringing the pain. Uh, also, he was second in bench press was Sidney Brown at 23 reps behind Trey Dean of Florida. Sidney Brown all around. Uh, by the way, Illinois, um, I don't know if they're ever going to recover from the amount of talent uh, that they lost this year, including first top 15 pick, presumably Devin Witherspoon. Yeah, um, I would. Gotta I would love add- Bert Bielema. <laughs> Ooh. I would. I, I loved. Uh, I love Christian Gonzalez. I mean, yeah, he's really mm-hmm. good. Yep. He. I mean, he's someone like I don't like 
like, I mean, because I'm mostly a fantasy guy, so offensive line, defensive players, like, it's not always something I follow a ton. Same, but Gonzalez is one of those guys that I have followed, like, a lot through his college career in Oregon. Dude is a dude is a monster. If the Eagles were able to get him at 10, I would, because I'm a huge Eagles fan, just in case you guys don't know, I'm a huge, huge Eagles fan. That he would, would be, replace Bradbury nicely. That yeah. would be. That yeah, would be, homie, I have been mocking. Uh, cornerbacks to the Eagles, and I yes. think that's where they will go. Gonna, and I think it's gonna be Witherspoon or Gonzalez. I think it's gonna be one of those. So two I've I've be, I've had them going Joey great. Porter Jr., but you can't go all right. wrong. All those guys would be excellent. Yeah, all three would be Eagles. great. But uh, Gonzalez four year dash in the four point with a four point three eight forty at six one one ninety seven and a forty one and a half inch vertical, eleven feet oh. one inch broad jump. Like showed out a little bit, like a lot to bit. <laughs> Um, like, the cor- cornerbacks went nuts oh, this year at the yeah, combine. Yeah, corners. Corey and Bennett. Uh, DJ Turner, the there second running. There were a lot of funny drops, for, though, for corners. Corners had a few drops. It was, like, weird. They did. Uh, DJ Turner ran a 4-2-6, gentlemen, which I believe was the fourth Ooh. fastest since 2001. That is uh, that is. Cooking. I didn't hear about that. Jeez. That Un- is cooking. Unbelievable. 4.26. I really Silly. do like Travis Hodges Tomlinson, too. He's a little small, but he's a good player. TCU yeah. guy. Give me any of the uh, like semi obscure TCU defenders and and offensive skill position players. I'll no, take baby, them every day. Yeah. Yeah. Give me the Darren Sproles of 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 cornerbacks, the guys that sort of fly under the radar yeah, and then play. become absolute studs. I, I've always I, I think I mocked uh, Clark Phillips in the first round last week. Uh corner out of Utah, big mm-hmm. Clark Phillips guy. They just love to whip ass at Utah. They do. It's their favorite pastime outside of um, praying. Yeah, that's a different Utah school. Oh, silly me. That's Blake Freeland. <laughs> <laughs> okay, All right. uh, gentlemen, the, uh, again, stock down would have been Michael Mayer. We've covered that. Yeah. Um, now it's time. It's true grit time. Uh, yes. What's the who's the actor? Doesn't matter. Uh, this is the pronunciation game, Hutch. These are words that my former roommate, Ryan's former tenant, Evan, just cannot say. And we've proved that because he's been on here, tried it, and failed. But he actually did great the last time. He did great the last time. He fucking cheated, though, Hutch. So he don't did. worry. He cheated. Yeah, he, yeah. he literally listened to it like seconds before we recorded. Oh, I'm not going to make me pronounce these words. Yes, no, yeah. no, I won't. But the collectively, we will. Yeah. <laughs> It'll be fun. Oh, no, oh, I, I, I seriously am like the worst speller pronouncer of words. That's that why you should stay is. off your fucking pager in class, Hutch. No, Hutch, yeah. keep keep grinding, keep grinding. Don't yeah, keep listen grinding. to him. This is oh man, this is so bad, guys. Okay, mm, Ryan, all right. go ahead. Let, let, let's start with this fella. He is an Oregon State quarterback now. He was at Clemson. Uh, Tolstoy wrote about him. R- read about that in your high school classes. What's his name? The first one. You just want me to read off the first one. I yep. do. Yeah. Um, this is so bad. I can't think too. I'm going to let you guys post this. Uh, well, DJ is obviously DJ. Nailed it. Great. Nailed. Nailed that. Okay. So can I stop? DJ, you dot. Can I stop there? Nope. Okay. <laughs> Good effort though. DJ. You, uh, that was a, that was a, a you Galelli. That was not that bad. Not that not bad. Really? Fine. I it? mean, it, it wasn't right, but it wasn't that bad. We've had <laughs> way, we've we've had way worse. Evan calls him DJ Agunglie. It's DJ Uwe okay. Ung Uwe So think two Uwe Ungavailoa. Okay. U- okay. That bad. No. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Surf You're those learning. surf those Samoan vibes. Yeah. Okay. Colter. I got you. I got you. <laughs> All right, Hutch. This next guy. He is uh, out of Villanova. He is a defensive end for the New Orleans Saints. He was drafted by the Chiefs. 
What's his name? To know. I'm going to say to know. Yes. I'm going to say to know. I'm going to say the K is silent. I'm going to just try and guess that. Passingham. You were wrong oh, about the K. Oh, man. That no, was, that no. was mm. great process. Very wrong process. about the K. It's, it's a hard K. It I is. Mean, it is. Uh, it yeah. is odd. It is strange. <laughs> Tenno Capassignon. But that, that was a great, great effort. I thought, uh, yeah, looking at that word, I was like, the K has to be silent. That's words. why it's on here because it's a big psycho. Or the P would be silent. One of those two had yeah. to be silent. I just went, Cassin, Cassin, Cassignon. Okay. So, um, of the much hated Dallas Cowboys, Hutch, this is their center. Uh, he, he came, he hails from Wisconsin. Um, and I believe science has determined he is 75% dairy product and 15% uh, kick, uh, 25% kick ass. My math could have been really bad right there. Um, what is his name, Hutch? Uh, Tyler. You got Nailed that it. right, right? Yeah, killed it. Tyler. It sounds like you're baiting me into saying a curse word. <laughs> Maybe do mm. uh, I just want to say, I'm pretty sure Hutch has held strong and not cussed in this entire episode while we have been sailors around him. Good for you, Hutch. Tyler. Tyler. Beatus. Oh, <laughs> uh, God, that was very close. close. That was very really? close. That's right there. Yeah, 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 yeah. No, it is Tyler Beatish. Really? What? Tyler what? Beatish. So sort of oh. a shh sound. Oh, at the end. So, yeah. I just, so instead of a... You were really close Yeah, you're Okay, I was, okay. The syllables were there, Hutch. They okay, were there. I'll take it. Uh, next, Ryan. Uh, this young fella is a cornerback from Auburn. He was drafted in the first round by the Miami Dolphins. He got his first interception this past year. Otherwise, he's been mostly injured. What is his name? Let's say Noah Igbenogany. Killed it. it. Nailed it. Absolutely. Well done. Nailed it. Wow. Clap, Seriously? Clap, clap, clap. clap, clap. Oh, clap, yeah. Clap, clap. Yes. Well, That's a soft clap, clap with my hand. Got it. I feel like I've that. heard that name before, though. I feel like I've heard his name before somewhere. Yep. Nailed he doesn't it. play I a lot. Like, I think I he misses time. Coltus? Hey, this is my favorite one on here. Uh, Hutch, this guy, he played a uh, fun fact at Bemidji State, which those I do believe is, is a beaver, correct? Yes, those might um, Long blonde hair, flowing locks, Patriots uh, wide receiver slash special team returner, now a member of the Steelers, even made it out there in some three wide receiver sets last year. He's a handsome dude. Do you know his name? Uh, I'm going to say Gunner Olszewski. Oh, common misconception. It's... That was, it. that was a great try. Got, yeah, Gunnar Olszewski. Olszewski. Okay. Olszewski. Yeah, he won't. He won't need to know that name. Uh, he's he's irrelevant in fantasy. You're fine. Okay. okay this is uh, Navy's old head coach. He was unceremoniously yeah, fired. Yeah. Um. Just you know, think think hooked on phonics. Go ahead. What? I think that's a little. He dated doesn't reference. know what that is. Yeah, it's a dated yeah. reference. Hutch, go ahead. Yeah. Sorry, I don't know that one. So I'm gonna say Ken because I mean I think that's they got yep. that one right. Ken. Straight up. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Ken. Um, some uh, kind of bounces. Yeah, Numatololo. Uh, yes, that's that is close enough for me. That clap, clap, we'll take clap, it. Yeah. clap, clap, clap. Okay, gentlemen, is... stop clapping. You have to say the word clap. We can't hear it. Oh yeah, clap, clap, clap. There you I'm go. not there doing go. applause. That. Yeah, right. Ryan, you, you need to do it. Okay. Next guy, <laughs> senior defensive lineman at the University of Oklahoma, originally from the Houston area in Texas. Uh, he has registered two career sacks. You probably will not need to learn his name for future NFL drafts, but you do need to learn it for this purpose. What is it? Uh, let's say David. Uh, David Uwogbu. Not that. Not not bad. Not that not bad. bad. Not bad. Not really? bad. Really, Uwogbu. David Uwogbu. Okay, I, yeah. that was the only thing that I was concerned about. The OE was Darn like, good. Like an a um, or an O sound. Yeah. Okay. Fine yeah. showing until this one. 
Hutch, uh, the Houston Texans still uh, do still exist. Uh, at least um, that is that's tangentially. That is, that is yeah, that is a theory that they still exist. They do have a kicker, and this is technically him, although we have not checked in a long time. They're so oh far okay. Away. Oh, uh, what is his name? And just blast through this. Do do your do your do your best as the teachers. So. Okay, so I'm just gonna slowly just read through this word and sound yep. it out. And yep. yeah, go yep. for it. Okay. Nailed it. Are you ready? Yep. So. Kamino <laughs> He's killing it. No, keep going. Yeah. Wait, oh, about oh, a third okay. of the way through. Um, uh, I'm going to start like from the end there. All right. Mika Ikio Kekumupa. <laughs> no way. Yeah, no, I, that is perfect. Actually, it's a thousand percent right. Clap, Wait, clap, are you clap, actually clap, serious? Clap, clap, clap. No, I'm, I'm not. Congratulations. Oh, no nice applause. It's Major applause. Brown. You got he it. won the McCorkle Award. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. He's he's shocked. He can't believe it. Hutchinson Brown, winner of the McCorkle Award. Oh Last week's God. winner was Dave Stewart. Uh, gentlemen, let's give him an actual round of applause for taking the time. It's late, and he still joined yes. us tonight in all of our shenanigans and cussing, oh and he stayed above the fray. Thank you, Hutch, <laughs> sincerely for joining us tonight, brother. Yeah, that absolutely. was awesome. Very much Thank appreciated, you. man. Thank you guys uh, so much for having me on. That Hutch, was an absolute blast. Do me a favor. Uh, plug your stuff again for us. Tell the tell people where they can find you, what you're doing, and give them the best way to get there. Sure. Uh, you guys can go follow me on Twitter. I'm at HutchsonB underscore FF over there. And you can check out all, you can pretty much find all my content from there. I'm a host of Hutchison Brown's Fantasy Football Perspective. It's my own podcast. I do. Um, I'm, I make videos for the football guys and their YouTube channel. So check that over there. I also write articles for Dynasty League Football, otherwise known as DLF. I'm also working on a Patreon that's going to hopefully come out in the next couple months. Uh, stay tuned for that and also be working on draft kit for when draft redraft season comes around as well. So that'll be really, really fun. But yeah, I'm just, I'm really just a 16 year old kid trying to make his way in the fantasy football space. So any support doing a damn is, good job. Any damn support job. is greatly, any support is greatly appreciated. Some more. Sure. Okay. Uh, this is the second of three claps for Hutch. Um, Hutch, you are an absolute, you are a rising star in this community. Uh, what would you tell someone your age who wants to do what you do? Uh, it's funny though. I've actually like gotten to like a couple people have reached out to me before and uh, actually said, Hey, I got this kid. Like he's my neighbor's son or he's my friend's son. He actually loves fantasy football and he would love to start like doing stuff. Like, could you actually like talk to him and help him out? Like I actually had a couple kids. Do, like, I've actually been able to talk to a couple kids. And the main thing, like the main thing when it, when it comes to, like, I, I really just think that like, you gotta, you gotta put the work in, you gotta put the effort in, you gotta put the work in and, and you gotta take every opportunity you can get. If you're not willing to take a risk and take that opportunity to do something, because I like when I started in the industry, I sent out my first tweet and it, it kind of blew up a little bit. And then a couple of days later, I got it like before I even started my own podcast, before I had never been on a podcast. And I got a DM from somebody saying, Hey, I want you on our show tonight. How does that sound? And I was scared out of my mind, but I took it. <laughs> I took it. And I, I mean, apparently I freaking crushed it. And it, it, that, that, that sent me off pretty far i mean it wasn't like it, it was just it was fantastic an opportunity to be on that show so yeah i would just say to anyone out there who wants to go out and pursue something you got to put in the work and put the effort in you got to know your stuff and take every opportunity you can get because sometimes you only get one one you, more buddy. one more Wise round of applause too. for hutch thank you appreciate so much you, for joining us brother Thank you for having me, guys. I, I greatly appreciate you. Thank you, bud. We really podcast. appreciate fun, you. Fun we, really, we appreciate your talent. Excited to see where you go. 
Thanks for listening to the Shower Football Podcast, everybody. Please subscribe to our decadently frosted podcast on any platform, Apple, Spotify, Google, etc. Please leave us a five-star review wherever you listen. New episodes every Thursday morning, 6 a.m. We're all awake, anxiously waiting for that moment. Uh, don't forget to follow us on Twitter at SWF underscore podcast. Uh, spring practice has begun down in Austin, Texas. Quinn Ewers and Arch Manning are throwing passes. Arch Manning already looks like a Heisman Trophy winner because Texas is back in the spring. Mm-hmm.